0: Hello everyone and welcome to Socially Rewired, the weekly lifestyle podcast which talks about the joys and tragedies of growing up in the 21st century. I'm your host Nee Fitzgerald and we are back for episode two. Hello my loves, how are we all doing? God I'll tell you what, I'm starting to remember why I had a break from this podcast because it is a lot of work but we are back on this lovely Friday for season two episode two. How are we all feeling? Did we like the last episode? I hope we did. Did you have a good week? I hope you did as well. It's so exciting having a new season, a clean slate. It's great. I'm feeling good actually. I hope your week's been well and productive uh we made it to friday can you actually believe it we are here thank the lord above because i'm so tired this week the kind of tired where you like blink a bit too long you could fall asleep well i'm not like sleepy tired because i've actually been having the best sleeps at the moment i don't know what's gotten to me maybe it's the world making me more tired therefore i'm having like more of a deeper sleep but um i'm more like exhausted tired school honestly drains the life out of me and joy in fact uh but we move we are alive and healthy which is the main thing um speaking of school actually I wanted to talk about the dreaded e-word exams uh, I know most people listening just felt horrible all of a sudden but I feel the same and I won't be talking about it for too long I just really want to rant right now because I'm a few weeks away from doing mine and I'm just telling myself it's fine and I'm okay because that's all I can do right now Um, because I'm at that point where I'm over it. Look, I don't know if anyone else finds this, but teachers and just adults in general say that life is full of tough choices, right? You always hear that. It's full of tough choices. And school is meant to prepare you for those tough choices. Excuse me, where is my choice when it comes to exams? Is it going to jump out on me at the last second? Like, where is it? Because I mm, haven't seen it yet. It honestly gets to the stage when revising with a class. The whole year considers the chance of someone dying or the school burning down in order to pass the exam. So much pressure has been put on us as students to do well. And the first thing on our mind isn't what the exam is going to be like, is who's going to take one for the team and plot their clogs so we can all get an automatic pass so we can grieve. But no, the only thing I'm grieving is my happiness and social life because oh, it just takes so long and there's never an end to revision. Like you never know something fully. Like it just never stops Like, do we see the problem like that's it's not normal um yeah adults say that teenagers are depressed like <laughs> I wonder why I just don't get the school system it's just so flawed like how hard I work for 16 years of my life apparently decides the 84-ish years after let's hope and pray I make it that far um how does that work I haven't even lived a quarter of my life and you're expecting me to predict the next 84 years like Mm, okay, right. Also, along with the dreaded exams, um, the career conversation comes into play, which I have no idea what I want to do. So whenever this conversation comes up, I want to cry. And I know a lot of people say like, well, you're doing so much already. I'm like, yeah, but when it comes to school, none of the things I do outside of school actually contribute to my schoolwork. So it's pretty pointless in that sense. Uh, but what I don't get is when teachers ask you what you want to do in life, which is already a hard question to answer. And you reply like, there'll be people in the class being like, oh, a lawyer or a doctor or a marine biologist, or just people that just don't know and they're like yeah sounds great gonna go to uni for that sounds great yeah if someone says let's say me for example let's say I wanted to do a job that wasn't super super common like an influencer not that I necessarily want to be an influencer but for the purpose of the story let's roll with it suddenly I'm getting attacked by this teacher. Suddenly I'm getting asked about my backup plan, my 10 years goal, my retirement strategy. Like, I'm sorry, just because I didn't decide to take the easy route in life like you, Mrs. Smith, and become a teacher or do something I don't actually want to do and choose money over enjoyment doesn't mean I'm going to fail. So just leave me alone. And I'm not saying don't be a lawyer, don't be this. Do what you want. But just don't judge me when... I say something that isn't in your small minded brain a good idea. Like you're telling me if I become a lawyer, suddenly all the stars align and I will never like go homeless. I will never not succeed in life and I will have no problems. Like talk about being unrealistic. Jesus Christ. Like just because I'm a lawyer doesn't mean I'm going to have problems in life. So why are you acting like nothing's going to happen and all the stars will align because mm, pretty sure it doesn't work like that but um, (laughs) I don't know why I always wind myself up about school and the system and how it's not fair and all that but I know I'll probably look back in life and wish I was back in school which um, just know I've gone insane and slapped me around the face. I give you fully permission to do that the day I say those words Um, because right now it feels like I'm going to prison which has lovely food. Sorry to start on a kind of down note but it was on my mind and I just had to like tell you. Um, So I hope you don't mind but let's jump straight in to most of you guys' favorite part of the show um maybe you're only here for this part of the show who knows it is the dilemma diary <laughs> The Dilemma diary is a segment on the show where I delve into your dilemmas and which you've sent in. If you'd like to send in your dilemmas, you can do so via the anonymous form linked in the description of this podcast. What's great about this part of the show is that all dilemmas will stay anonymous, which makes The Dilemma Diary a safe place where we can talk about real life problems we might have and it stays locked in the diary. Disclaimer, I do not claim to be a professional advice giver, problem-tell the doctor, therapist. I'm actually far from the sort, which means please please take what I say with a pinch of salt and do get a second professional opinion on everything I talk about okay let's get into the first dilemma Hey babe. Hi. How are you? Um I have a dilemma I would like you to answer on your podcast as I feel like it would help others as well as myself. But my boyfriend and I broke up because he realized he doesn't feel ready to fully commit to a relationship at the moment. What should I do beyond waiting? Okay. Unfortunately, it sounds to me like this guy doesn't want to be in a relationship and is looking for a way out. But just hasn't got the guts to tell you which really sucks and it's horrible to come to that realization but try and think like if he loved looking for a way out but just hasn't got the guts to tell you which really sucks and it's horrible to come to that realization but try and think like if he loved you that much, he wouldn't even have to think about making a commitment. There should have been no hesitation there. And so as sad as it is for you, the next step is to try and move on and develop your social life and create your own memories. And you never know, someone else could run along who's ready to make that commitment. Um, But also remember, there's nothing you can really do to make a guy commit to or anyone commit to a relationship because if they're not in it they're just not in it you know love is not something you can force onto someone it will never work and in fact you're more likely to just scare them away than anything um I feel like I'd be quite negative about it but I'd rather say it like how it is than be like no girl don't worry he's coming back for you because the chance of that happening is slim I mean it's not impossible that could be the outcome but at the end of the day I'm here to give you real and useful advice so just make sure once you've realized the reality of the situation and outcome work on developing your own self-confidence your own self-esteem men can wait my friend and also, I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. And if you're meant to be with him, you'll meet again and you can start fresh. So just take it day by day. Um, okay, that was a nice way to end. Let's move on to the next one. My girlfriend who dumped me wants to give our relationship another go. I don't know if I'm ready because with no doubt I loved her, but I don't know if I feel the same now. Oh no, I'm really conflicted. So I need your help in deciding what to do. Okay, first reaction is say no. I say that because you're not jumping at the idea of the relationship starting again, and so it just tells me that you're not really interested. And if you go back there to that relationship, there is no guarantee that she won't dump you again, or you would dump her. Um, look, we all make mistakes, but sometimes in relationships, people do things that are unforgivable, and don't feel as though it makes you're a weak person for saying no either because actually you're looking out for yourself and the future of both of you um and you're giving your both of you an equal chance to go into a different relationships or stay single do whatever you want to do have some fun um if you are really undecided ask for some more space some more time to think about it but just the fact you put in this dilemma i don't know if i'm ready i think just speaks for itself um And that you should put your focus on finding someone new. Then returning back to a relationship. Remember they are your ex for a reason. Whether it was mutual or not. There is a reason you were no longer with them. Um, Obviously I don't know the whole story. So if your ex dumped you because you were unfaithful. Or made a mistake. And it cost your relationship. Then take a bit of time to reflect on that. Um, But try and avoid being dumped again. To be honest. Protect yourself. And that's all I really have to say on that one. It's kind of tricky when you have like no background information. That's why I love when people like write paragraphs because I'm like, yes, I get to know all the details. But um, yeah, that is all I'm going to say on that one, I think. my god when is it time to pull the plug on a relationship or friendship god we are really being brutal today geez i think it's quite an easy answer but then again it is not really okay when do i think it's a good time to pull the plug on a relationship To be honest, I think it's a good time to pull the plug on a relationship when you start thinking about pulling the plug on a relationship. If that's on your mind when you look into the relationship, it is time to end right there and then because the longer you leave it, the more it's going to hurt and sting. So if you're thinking about it, communicate it to the people in that relationship. Open up and how you're feeling and why you think that relationship should come to an end. All I'm thinking about right now is like Zane leaving One Direction and how that conversation went down because I don't think that was easy because when you're emotionally invested into a relationship and you work with those people and then it just doesn't feel right anymore and I'm afraid that happens sometimes you know things just don't work out but the quicker you open up about it the better and then the more time you have to think about what you're doing you could realize wait this isn't actually what I want to do but like just communication oh my god it's so important especially as i don't think it's fair to be putting like any fake energy into a relationship like for you it's not fair the people in the relationship it's not fair um so if you don't want to be friends with someone in a relationship with someone get out of it because happiness over history always so yeah don't hold back be wary on the reaction you will get back and give everyone in the situation some space afterwards because that is not an easy conversation to have uh be open to answer any questions people might have as well you know people just want to know like what's up whether you're actually okay like don't feel defensive about that just be open and honest Um, no matter how difficult they are to answer but god I hope you're okay um it doesn't sound like it does it but thank god I'm back because I don't know what people would do without me to be honest um but let's move on Okay, this next one I actually found online. And it's more of like a discussion topic than a dilemma. But I thought it was really interesting. And it's, would you ever not invite your friends to your birthday if they didn't invite you to theirs? And there were so many varied responses. So I'll read some and we can talk about it. Um, There's one here that says, if they were my friend, I would just invite them. It seems a bit petty to leave them out and if you do the whole not inviting thing will just continue and I actually agree with this like if you don't invite them then it's just gonna carry on like that but then I'm like could it just become a one-sided thing then and you just end up inviting them and they don't really want to be there but they feel like they have to go for the wrong reasons and you still don't get an invite back like um someone else said if you are having to think about not inviting them there is no point inviting them in the first place okay I kind of get that like if you don't want them to be there or feel they don't add anything to your life don't invite them fair enough Personally, if I wanted the person to be there, I'm not expecting an invitation back. I feel like expecting an invite is a little immature. And honestly, I don't care that much. I'm not waiting at my door expecting an invite to every party someone has had. Um, I don't know why I'm suddenly back in the 20th century and I'm getting an invite in the post but you get what i'm trying to say it's so tricky with parties whether you stick to a small group of people or you invite everyone there is that very thin line there But that is it actually for the Dilemma Diary for this episode. It is now time for feeding the fame. This is where I feed you the latest and hottest celeb gossip and headlines and discuss gossip and headlines and we discuss the positives, the negatives and the ugly of all of it. As always, don't take any of these as facts. This is the internet after all. It is not the most dependable source, surprise, surprise, and it never will be. But without further ado, let's get into it. Billie Eilish was recently spotted out in LA with Matthew Force, an actor and podcast host. The duo kept things pretty casual, but due to the internet, it is to believe that this may be a start to a new relationship. Nothing has been confirmed, so we will see, but I'm loving the blonde hair on Billie. It's mature yet, like, so cool looking. What do I sound like a mum then? I feel like whenever someone says something's cool to me, it just makes it sound the complete opposite so I don't really know why I said that but oh well she looks great um can we all agree that the word cool just shouldn't be used to describe anything nowadays because for some reason it just makes me so uncomfortable um so can we all make that collective decision to remove it from our vocabulary okay thanks but i'm super proud of billy she looks super happy recently in the photos and at the end of the day folks that's all that matters um zach efron and his waitress turned celebrity girlfriend vanessa valadares valadares who knows, has officially come to the end after a 10 long months of dating, which is basically equivalent to a century in Hollywood time. This isn't the first time breakup rumours have been surfaced, but God, it's actually really sad um, to hear that it's over because their love story was literally out of a movie and the fact it's come to an end i mean does love really exist does true love really exist at this point because um i have no hope but it was reported that the couple split due to long distance being a problem for the two but i wish them the best if you don't know their story zach supposedly met vanessa for the first time in a cafe when he was traveling in australia in july 2020 i mean i think that's something we should all manifest when we next go on holiday you never know guys zach efron could walk into your work and swoop you off your feet some would say love at first sight but things got very serious very quick then there was even rumors about zach moving to australia permanently to be with vanessa i mean if that's not commitment i don't know what is and it actually made me ponder the question like would i move countries for a relationship I was like you know what let's ask the people so I did a poll over on the socially rewired Instagram and the results are in 55% said no and 45% said yes so it's actually really close and I think that mainly comes from the fact there was no like background knowledge from that and it's so hard to give a straight answer because obviously everything is circumstantial but I honestly think like if it's true love then there's nothing stopping you and I think i would just listen to my gut like it honestly was like if I felt like it was the right decision then nothing would really get in my way of that but if we're talking like other side of the world I mean I would have to you know think about it for a while but Love is love. Love makes you do strange things. Gigi Hadid and Zayn, Malik's daughter Kai, is on the cusp of turning seven months old and Hadid decided she marked the occasion by sharing a couple more photos of Kai with her Instagram followers. I just think that child is going to be the most stunning child on earth. And obviously looks don't matter, but God, she is going to be a goddess. And I'm okay about it, to be honest. I've come to terms with it that she will just look a million times better than me um yeah and I feel like Gigi's pregnancy was the quickest thing ever and now you're telling me the baby is nearly seven months old like what where did that time go because I swear I wasn't living in it so that is all for feeding the fame um mostly about relationships this time maybe it was was a rocky week on the relationship front but i hope everyone's doing all right uh i haven't been listening to any new songs recently but i thought i'd share some of my favorite podcasts with you all so if you get bored of listening to me no i'm joking but my favorites right now are at lexi lexi is incredible i love her a great podcaster the girl's bathroom which is just a classic good influence was Gemma Styles. a great one a bit more structured and like mature but I like it personally I think it's good thick and thin oh my god I love Katie she's like a self-employed girl boss graphic designer living in New York and it's just the dream life to be honest um So yeah, those are what I've been listening to recently in terms of podcasts. I feel like I should do this every so often because I'm constantly changing what podcasts I'm listening to. And so I think it would be good to listen to some new ones. And that kind of leads us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can send in your dilemmas or topics you would like me to talk about on the podcast via the anonymous Google form linked in the description of this podcast and follow at Rewired on TikTok and Instagram. I've been posting some live apps on there, so go check them out. Um, And of course, there are all the updates and info get shared on there as well. And I hope to see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful weekend, week, whatever day you're listening to this and goodbye.